Thank you, Don. Bless you. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you in person. We, uh, we do online messages, but we prefer visiting. And uh, I think we're wired to be together. But having said that, uh, good morning to everybody watching online. And uh, we hope and pray you'll be able to join the rest of us at some point. But um, yeah, interesting days. So we, we, um, we really want to share something that is prophetic. That's our ministry. Uh, trying to hear from God, and and so we're not claiming that what we're going to share with you is everything God is saying, because we all prophesy in part, but we do have something that I believe is a word from the Lord this morning for you in this season. So Greta will start, and I shall return. Thank you. Uh, It's just been just so fantastic to be here this morning, and as David said, to actually be in person. (laughs) There's, There's something about being together. Um, There really is. And uh, I just love how God inhabits the praises of his people. In actual fact, while we were singing that song, He is Worthy of It All, I I was quite undone seeing a vision into heaven and a glimpse of God's throne and and all the people who have already you know, died on earth and believed in Jesus and living and worshipping him and the amazing joy of his presence. We have something to so look forward to, to being in the very face-to-face presence with our God. It is just awesome. But you know, with, with our earth, our world down here at the moment, the uncertainty really does continue in the world, doesn't it? Nobody kind of quite knows what's going to happen. In spite of that, I've had such a strong sense of anticipation in my spirit about what God is going to do. And one of the many things I feel that God is saying for 2022 is awaken the dawn of a new day. And the theme threaded throughout this word is joy. We belong to the kingdom of God, and one of its characteristics is joy in the Holy Spirit, regardless of the state of the world. And I've really felt for some listening today that God is going to restore the joy of your salvation, which you've lost. Make the choice to rejoice, whether you feel like it or not, and God will fill you with his joy. He promises that in his word. I have experienced it, and he would love to do that for you. In the days ahead, God is going to manifest himself as the God of light, um, among other things. And light brings life. When his light shines in our heart, we really receive true life. And that's exactly what Jesus said in John 10.10. I have come that you may have life in all its fullness. And this has been a a weapon of warfare this last year where David and I have been literally praying and declaring um, over situations of literal life or death. Um, There may be areas in your life where the devil has tried to steal, kill and destroy. But what I feel God is saying, what you have lost, you will recover all. What's been damaged, God will restore all. What has died, hopes, dreams, they will be resurrected. And in the name of Jesus, I decree life. I decree life over every area of your life. Fullness in the name of Jesus. I feel that really strongly for some people listening. 
the God of light. The number 22 symbolizes light. And I feel in 22 and beyond, there'll be an increasing revelation of light. And these verses are relevant for our present times. Long ago, Isaiah prophesied, on those living in the land of darkness, a light has dawned. Just before Jesus' birth, Zechariah prophesied, because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness. And I feel that is a prophetic scripture for right now, that, that, that this is, is going to be happening. As he held baby Jesus in his arms, Simeon, this was in the temple, he prophesied, Sovereign Lord, I have seen your salvation. He literally saw the Savior. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations. The revelation of light is for the salvation of the nations, and that is God's heart. Jesus is the light of the world, and God passionately wants the world to know. And that is why he's saying to us, his church, awaken the dawn of a new day. The Lord has given us some powerful keys to do this. And as I was writing them down, I found that my, my hands were covered in oil, just simply a sign of the Holy Spirit affirming what he was saying. And the first key is worship. We were worshiping this morning, and the, the, the worship team did just such a beautiful job. Holy Spirit highlighted these extracts from the Psalms. Psalm 100 came many times. If I could encourage you, read the whole thing on your own. Here's just one verse. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. There's the joy theme. And here's why. Psalm 89, 15. Those who know the joyful sound, who know the call to worship, walk in the light of God's presence. Psalm 108 is especially important. It's coming up on the screen. I will sing and make music with all my soul. I will awaken the dawn. Isn't that amazing? My worship awakens the dawn. That is the power of worship. Never underestimate it. And that is such um, an important part of us coming together as, as, as God's people. A second key is the word of God. Feed on it, declare it. Psalm 19 says this about God's word. It revives my soul. In other words, it awakens my soul. It makes it fully alive. It brings joy to the heart and light to the eyes. In other words, revelation. And I pray, Ephesians 1.18, over all of us and those listening at home, I pray your hearts will be flooded with light that you will understand the confident hope he has given you. See, light not only brings life, light brings hope. And we are carriers of hope. So the Lord is calling his people to action. 
He is, he is urging us, again from Isaiah 60, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises on you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. This, this is the time where God is wanting his church to shine with ever-increasing radiance. You and I are carriers of the light. We are carriers of the dawn. And recently, when I, I, was, I was running, it's very dark early in the morning, up the semi-rural road, there was this cacophony of roosters on either side making a raucous racket. And something about roosters, they herald the dawn of a new day. And I, do, I feel God saying to us, herald the dawn of a new day to those who sit in the darkness of fear and hopelessness. Share the good news. Testify what Jesus has done in your heart. And I just feel for somebody who is listening, it might be somebody at home, it might be a a couple of people here as well, just declare Psalm 18 verse 28 um, for yourself because it says, the Lord my God, it's very personal, lights up my darkness. Someone's sitting in darkness and God is going to light it up. You declare that. Look to Jesus the light and he will do that. And here's a final most potent key. There will be others that I mention. Awaken the dawn of a new day for the world. Pray. God intends a great awakening in the nations. And the the thing that will bring this great awakening is prayer. Prayer is the precursor of all things. Prayer will usher it in. And I just love the way God sends visions and dreams to encourage us to keep praying. And I had a profound dream in September last year. And in it, I again saw the church birthing revival in prayer. And there were a lot of specific details, but just I'll mention this. There will be the dawn of a new day for sleeping Christians who will wake up. There will be the dawn of a brand new day for multitudes who will be born again. So keep praying that in his great mercy and might, God will pour out his spirit on all people across the world. And keep praying that the morning light is about to break upon us with a fresh visitation of Jesus in our nation of New Zealand and the nations of the world. You know, Jesus, this is Jesus' inheritance, the nations of the world. And in closing, although it looks dark out there, there is hope on the horizon. You are a carrier of God's mercy, might, and light. And he's calling all of us to awaken the dawn of a new day. Yeah, you know, um, Greta and I were really asking the Lord last year, um, the latter part of last year, for a word, uh, prophetic word for this year. And when we do that, we, we have a little policy that we don't tell each other what we're receiving. And even when we've got the whole download, we still don't tell each other because you don't, in the prophetic, the less you know, the better. So we don't want to influence each other. So um, I only heard Greta's Awaken the Dawn, that if you wanted a title for what she shared, it's Awaken the Dawn. I only heard that recently. And the thing that God gave me, I put a title on it called Dawn is Coming. So that's what I want to share about with you. Um, and, um, and also, just for those online, you heard Pastor Don mention the book. 
And I really wrote that because I feel like uh, one of the great calls of the Holy Spirit to the church right now is for prayer. And a lot of Christians are sleeping in the realm of prayer or have zero prayer lives. So I wanted to write a book to uh, encourage anybody, if their prayer life's at zero or if they're really strong in prayer, to just go another step just to take another step. So you can't become a mighty prayer warrior overnight, but I think all of us can step beyond where we are in prayer. Just go another step. I think if everybody, every Christian on planet Earth did that, we would really see heaven beginning to intervene. So if you want one of those, you're watching online, you can go to our website, Spirit Life Ministries, spiritlife.org.nz, and you'll see that you'll be able to purchase one from our store there. I think you'll agree it's been a long night these past few years. Uh, with COVID, uh, you know, there's various theories about where COVID came from. But if you really want to know the ultimate source, it's found in John 10, verse 10. Jesus said, uh, explaining about the devil, he says, the thief, the devil comes to uh, steal and kill and destroy. We've seen all that. But he says, I've come that they might have life and have it abundantly. And we have noticed in the last few years, millions of people have died from COVID. Uh, Millions more have been robbed of their peace, freedom, being with family and friends. That's changing now, but only, only just recently. People have been divided over things that should never divide us. Um, We should be one in Christ and conspiracies should be way down the list. They should not divide us. We're all allowed different opinions on things. Plans have been wrecked. Others have seen their livelihoods destroyed, businesses go under, churches have been shuttered, it's been difficult to meet, some have closed, now we have war in Ukraine. Uh, It's truly been a long night. But there's good news, because I just didn't want to come from Auckland and depress you all with that, you know. (laughs) So, Okay, that's the end, folks. There is good news, and it's found in Psalm 30, verse 5. It says, weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. Yay. King David wrote that, and you might not know, but he wrote that after a plague had been sweeping through Israel and it was about to strike Jerusalem and tens of thousands had died and he goes up on one of the hills in Jerusalem where the temple would be later built and he intercedes and he calls on God to have mercy and God stops the plague supernaturally. And so after that whole event of a plague killing tens of thousands, he he writes Psalm 30 and he says, weeping only lasts for the night, guys. Joy comes with the morning. You know, after every night, there is always a morning. That's true in the natural. It's true in the spiritual. And, you know, I believe that dawn is coming. I really believe that dawn, the dawn of a new day. So as I was last December asking the Lord for a prophetic word for 2022, um, you know, sometimes God gives you a vision or a dream. Or he, the Holy Spirit gives you an impression that's quite strong. Um, but this time the Lord just brought to mind a scripture that I had memorized maybe 20, 30 years ago, but he brought it into my mind with such clarity that I sensed that was him saying it to me for 2022. And it's found in Proverbs 4 verse 18. It says, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The path of the righteous. Wow. Don't you want to be on that? 
Now you say, who are the righteous? Because if the righteous were sinless people or perfect people, then none of us, including myself, would qualify uh, because none of us is yet perfect, none of us is yet sinless, we're on a journey. Well, the Bible tells us who God thinks is righteous. Romans 4 verse 3 says, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. We know that Jesus Christ came to earth as Messiah, Savior, to die on a cross to deal with the problem of sin that separates every human being from God. Your sins have made a separation between you and your God so that he's hid his face from you and he does not hear. Wow. And if you die in that separation, he has to send us to hell. But that's not his will. That's not his wish. That's not his purpose. He loves planet Earth so much that he sent his son to hang on a cross to take your sin and my sin on himself, to take the punishment of that on himself. So that if we believe he is Christ, our Savior, yield our lives to him and ask him to forgive us, then Father at that time cleanses us. He takes all our sin off us and he puts it on Christ and he takes the righteousness of Christ and he puts it on us so that when Father God looks at you and me, he sees us as righteous. And as long as you maintain faith in Jesus all your life, God keeps declaring you righteous so that when you finally step over into heaven, and yea, what a great day that'll be, when you finally step over into heaven, wow, you're going to be a perfected spirit. It's not a smart thing to walk away from Jesus. It's not a smart thing to ditch Christ, ditch Christianity, ditch your faith in Him, because that at moment you lose that, that gifted righteousness. And so we cling to Christ, amen? All through our lives, no matter how bad it gets, we cling to Jesus. We keep our faith in Jesus. He's your only Savior. Nobody else will save you. Good works won't save you. Buddha won't save you. And I, I, could, I could go on and on and on. Only Christ. Don't know why I said Buddha, but maybe someone watching you're into Buddhism. Let me tell you, that's a dead end street. You will not get anywhere with that. We honor anybody on planet Earth that believes anything. We love them. But listen, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. There is no other name given under heaven among men by which we can be saved, said the Apostle Peter. It's only Jesus. So somebody watching, you're on a dead end street. You won't get anywhere. Turn around, come back, give your life to Christ, and he will save you. So if you are a believer in Jesus, you are a candidate for that scripture to be fulfilled, that your path will be like the light of dawn. I like that fact. We're on a path. I don't know about you. The last couple of years felt like we've been wandering in circles, but we actually are on a path. And Jesus, COVID has not changed who Jesus is. He is our shepherd. And Psalm 23, 1 and 3 says, The Lord is my shepherd. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. You, you can be confident that you have a Savior that all throughout your life, He's going to guide you into right paths that will bring honor to Him. And it'll be good for you. 
When you walk the right path, that's the path of blessing. When you get on that path, when you follow the leadings of God, when you don't go your own way, God just blesses you. You see, people don't realize the heart of God is to want to bless his kids. Jesus said the the path is narrow and difficult that leads to life and few travel on it. And the path that leads to destruction is wide and popular and many travel on it. So it's a bit tougher walking that path, but it's the best path. It's going to be the path of blessing and it's going to have an ultimate benefit. Now, Walking a path at night is not easy. Anyone ever tried that without a torch? You stumble around, you trip over stuff. Uh, so it's better that when, when dawn comes, you can actually see better. And it says the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn. Well, you say, well, what is the light of dawn like? Well, um, my first wife, Jane, uh, had multiple sclerosis. So she was in a wheelchair for 20 years and sadly uh, she passed away because the disease just got so bad and it finally took her. And so, you know, when the Lord healed me of the, of the grief of her loss and brought me into a place where I was considering remarriage, I began to pray, Lord, it'd be really nice to have a wife that's healthy and fit. Well, when I met Greta, I discovered she's really into health and fitness. And then when we were married, to my shock, I discovered that she would love to get up every second day at 5 a.m. and go running. Now, I was an early riser, but come on, 5 a.m. was out of my league. And, oh no. (laughs) He's very lucky. It used to be 4 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. Oh, I was so lucky. So when, when this culture shock of early rising hit me, I, I could agree with these quips that some people said about uh, the morning. Somebody said, uh, an alarm clock is a mechanism used to scare the daylights into you. Another person said, anyone who sleeps like a baby doesn't have one. There ought to be a better way of starting the day than having to get up. Well, anyway, Greta converted me, so now I love 5 a.m. starts every second morning, and, uh, and, and it's a nice time to be out on, on the street. I, you know, I only, Greta runs, I walk, I'm a little less athletic, but I love praying at that time. It's just cool, you know, nobody's around. And, and it, oh, you know, I don't pray that loud, Don. <laughs> um, But the thing we notice, particularly over summer around 5 a.m., that's dawn time. And and so it's just kind of that twilight between night and day. So it's a a bit gray and murky, but you just know there's change. You can sense the change and you can see a little bit more clearly. And the other thing we notice about dawn, the birds are going crazy. You know, especially when they're wanting mates and stuff. But, you know, the thrushes, the blackbirds, the tuis, the doves, the... Yeah, we'll forget about the roosters. They're a noisy bunch. But the others, they sing melodiously. It's just amazing. The the dawn in the natural realm awakens song. But in the spiritual realm, song awakens dawn. In fact, King David again said in Psalm 57 verse 8, wake up my heart, wake up, O lyre and harp, wake up musical instruments, I will wake the dawn with my song. See, we don't wait for dawn to come to us. We begin to sing to it even in our night and we attract it to us. 
It's called faith. Faith sees beyond the horizon. Faith sees beyond the night. And some of us are in the night. Maybe some of us in the dawn of a new day already. Wherever you're at, we need to sing to the dawn in order to bring it to us because God puts great value on sacrificial praise and song when you don't feel like it, when you're in the night, when everything's still a bit horrible. They tell me King David, he wasn't king at that point, he wrote that psalm after having hidden in a cave because Saul was out to kill him. Talk about a lockdown. I don't know how long he spent in the cave, but eventually he came out, and that's what he said, I'm going to wake the dawn. Pretty dark in the middle of a cave. I'm going to wake in the dawn with a song. So in this year, do not let Satan steal our song through bad news, through bad reports on the media, social media. Let's praise God for the coming dawn. Let's sing to the dawn. And despite the long night, as we worship him and pray, uh, that is the sign of an awakened heart. Now, the scripture uh, also says the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter till full day. You say, well, what is full day? Well, full day is noon. Because at noon, that's when the sun is highest in the sky, it's brightest and it's warmest. Not only that, at noon, the sun is due north in the sky. Or if you're in the northern hemisphere, it's due south. And when I was at high school, they taught us orienteering. They said, listen, if you don't have a compass and mass, uh, map, but you've got a watch, you can tell where north is any time of the day. Just point the 12 at the sun. Could be 10 o'clock in the morning. Look where the little hand is. Bisect that angle, and that angle is always north. So you could, you could tell, you can tell where north is as long as you see the sun. And my, my feeling is, in the last couple of years, there's a lot of believers that have lost light, sight of the sun. There's therefore, consequently, have lost sight of north and really have very little direction in their life because what am I meant to be doing? Where am I meant to be doing it? What's happening? The walls have blocked me in, but I believe in 2022, as we believe God, He will bring clarity. He will bring fresh direction to our lives. He'll bring a fresh purpose to our lives. How many know Ephesians 2.10? You are God's workmanship, the word it actually means poem. You are God's workmanship created in Christ to walk in the works He's prepared beforehand for you to do. The greatest secret in life is discovering what God put you on planet earth, discovering that He's got a barrel load of works for you and me to do. And as we walk in Him, purpose comes, fulfillment comes, the joy of serving your Saviour comes. You are not on planet earth to please yourself, do your own thing, make your own decisions. You're on planet earth to love Him, listen to His voice and pray, God, let me walk in the pathway you've assigned for me. And let me bear fruit in that. So when I stand before you, you say, well done. You bore a lot of fruit. Come on. Thank you for the one person that clapped. That that was a great encouragement. (laughs) Don't need you clapping. Too late now anyway. (laughs) Come on, guys. We got to find north again. There's a purpose in this. See, the world's in a mess. Yeah, but the Bible says it's going to get dark. But then in the darkness, the light is going to shine. Have you not read your Bible? 
Did not Jesus say, before I come back, there'll be wars, rumours of wars, pestilence, plagues, famines. It's going to get dark. But even, but that's the time where the church is meant to wake up and shine and not cower in fear. Don't let COVID cower you. Don't let COVID or the fear of it keep you in the night. Come out of the night into the dawn. Sing to it. Don't accept night any longer. And we're going to pray at the end that there's a shift in the spirit realm over our lives that some of us, in being in night too long, we're going to step into dawn today. Now I know there's a bunch of you who say, but David, I'm, I'm out of there. I'm already in dawn. I see the glimpse of a new day. Great, but remember, there's noon to get towards. There's another step. You see, it's gradual. I remember when Jane died, A month later, I had to go to our Bible college to do a lecture, and it was really tough. I was still in the middle of grief. My heart was breaking, and I had to minister to these 40 students, but God got me through. It was great. And then they all gathered around at the end, and the dean of students prophesied, and I'm going to read this because somebody watching or somebody here, as I speak this prophetic word that came to me, it's actually going to come to you. It's going to describe your situation, and I want you to own it if you feel like, yeah, that's me. And this is what he said over my life. I see you in a valley where the sun is set, but it will rise again and you will see the first glimmers of light and the light will increase to full day. Now that was for me and it happened over the ensuing months. God just brought more and more light into my life until he fully healed me. And somebody listening to what I've just read, that's for you too. And at the fullness of light, I met Greta. She is the light of my life. And we walk together in the light of a new day, following our precious Savior who's been so good to us. Yeah, we still have night times, but we know that God can, in every night, break through with a new dawn. We still have troubles. We still have sorrows. Jesus said, you're going to have those here on earth, but take heart, I've overcome If you've signed on to Christianity for an easy ride, uh, you might want to get off now because it's just not going to happen for you. But I would say keep your trust in the Lord. If we can have our scripture back up on the screen, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn which shines brighter and brighter till full day. Could I recommend that you memorize that or, or put it on a screen on your phone or Write it out and put it on your fridge because one of the things Greta and I are doing is we are praying and declaring that over our lives, over our finances, over our ministry, over our health. We're declaring it over our five sons, our 14 grandchildren. Uh, We are just declaring that over our descendants because that's what we want to see. And when you begin to pray it and when you begin to declare it, when night comes knocking at the door saying, I'm back in the form of terrible circumstances, you know, to say, no, no, I am shutting the door on night. I am declaring that the path of the, my path this year is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter. Devil, I'm not going to get darker and darker. My pathway in Jesus this year is going to be lighter and lighter. You may not reach full noon by the end of the year. That might take years. It might take the world years. Who knows? But I tell you, there's something happening. Now, every week, 
for the last few years, I've been getting an email from a prophetic ministry in America. His name is Rick Joyner, a very seasoned prophet. And I noted with interest the first one that he sent through in January this year. And I took a screenshot of it and it's coming up on the screen. This is what he opened with. His title was Increasing Light. And look what he's, look what he's put, what scripture he's put. Path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter to full day. And the Bible says in the mouths of two or three witnesses, let something be established. God spoke to Greta, awaken the dawn. He spoke to me, dawn is coming. He spoke to Rick Joyner, that's scripture. I'm not saying that's the only thing God's saying, but I have enough confidence through those three things to say, this is a word from God to you. And we need to take it on board and own it this year and not allow the enemy to keep us in night. And we're going to pray into that in a moment. And uh, we're going to ask God to shift, to cause a spiritual shift over our lives today. That if we're in night, we're going to step into dawn. If we're already in dawn, we're going to take another step towards full day. But I just want to, Before we get to that moment, and the musicians can come now as we get ready for our last song, before we get to that moment of praying into this, I just want to make sure, Does do you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Because that scripture I've talked about only applies to the righteous, and you're only ever righteous through faith in Christ. And it might be that you've never given your life to Jesus, or you once did, but you've walked right away from God, and you know today that you need to come back to Him. And if you're online, you're watching online, and you've never given your life to Jesus, or you know you need to recommit your life to Jesus, then I would love to pray a prayer in a moment that would include anyone watching or anyone here that needs to just get right with God. I'd love you to do that. So could we all just close our eyes to help us concentrate And I'm going to ask you here in the auditorium, if you know that you need to give your life to Jesus or you need to come back to him, could you just quickly raise your hand? Just raise it up in the air. I'll acknowledge it. You'll be able to put it down. Is there anyone like that? As I look around the room, don't allow fear to stop you. Just shoot your hand in the air and that'll be great. We'd we'd love to pray. Okay, I don't see anyone here. I'm just going to say online, if you're watching and you know that you need to make that step, why don't you just lift your hand? I can't see your hand, but God can. And just by lifting your hand, you're saying, hey, I am going to do this. And um, so why don't we all stand right now? And I don't see anyone here, but for the sake of anyone that might have done that online, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And uh, if you're at home, would you just follow me in this prayer? Just say it out loud. And uh, follow me. It's just a short prayer. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me from all my sins. Thank you that you died on a cross for me and rose again from the dead. I give my life to you. Turn from my sins. Turn to you. Come and live in me. and Fill me with power to live for you. I now receive you. Amen. Well, if you were at home and you prayed that prayer, why don't you get in contact with the church? I'm sure they'd love to send you something. But right now, we're going to sing a song. You know, song awakens the dawn. 
And I don't know where you're at today, whether you might be in a night of ill health, you might be in a night of financial crisis, a night of confusion, a night of grief over lost relationships, lost opportunities. I don't know what your night looks like, but all I know is dawn is coming. And as you begin to sing to it in faith, this song, I want you to declare over your night the truth of these words. And as you begin to sing this, I believe some shift in the Holy Spirit's going to happen. If you're already in dawn, sing it and sing, well, Lord, I'm singing it to go further down that path towards full day. Come on, sing it with all your heart, mean it, declare it today. Thanks, guys. Just lead us right now.
And in the name of Jesus, we cancel night over your life. I want you to take a step forward right now. You're stepping out of night. Here you go. Step into the door. In the name of Jesus, we break the power of the night off your life. You are stepping into dawn. You are by faith saying, my my path this year is like the light of dawn. I'm stepping into the light of dawn. God is going to shift. I'm stepping out of ill health. I'm stepping out of financial night. I'm stepping out of whatever night looks like. I'm stepping into the dawn. We release you into the dawn and we speak a shift over your life in the name of Jesus that you will walk in the light of a new day. And for those that are already in the dawn, we speak new steps, new levels, forward progress towards the fullness of the day. And also, for those of you, and I trust it's all of you that want to awaken the dawn, who want to awaken the dawn, I just release a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. Receive, those at home as well, receive an anointing of the Holy Spirit for worship at a new level. Receive a fresh fire for passionate, fervent prayer at a new level in the name of Jesus. And I declare over your lives, you will awaken the dawn of a new day in your life. You will awaken the dawn of a new day in your family and community. You will awaken the dawn of a new day in New Zealand and the nations of the world. In the name of Jesus. Come on, sing it one more time as Pastor Don comes.